serving up amusement and occasional relevancy to the absent-minded community at large. This is Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. Dear future listeners, thank you for joining us here in the past for this episode of Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. Remember, part of your past is our future, so you know way more than we do. Let us wow. in on the same secrets. Dude, <laughs> Call I, us. I, I'm like, hey. I feel like the Maxell guy in that chair with my uh, <laughs> hair being blown back. That was amazing. Um, I was just in kind of announcing officially, I think, I think I did before we okay. have a phone number to call. It is two zero three four five zero six three seven five. because now the real question is, I was, oh, well there, you just answered my question. I was going to no, say, has anyone called us? Well, no, nobody seems to want to use the anchor app or the, or, or any of that feedback, but so yeah. we'll just go old school and do the, the good old. Google uh, voice thing that that is my own personal Google voice number, which I have not really used for anything else. So I'm just turning it into this thing. Well, um, and uh, you get extra credits if you actually use a rotary dial phone. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, if you, if you, you use a rotary dial phone, I will personally uh, give you something out of my absinthe collection. Oh, but you have to prove it. <laughs> video. Or uh, video, video or uh, uh, a courtroom sketch drawing will do. I don't know. Something, <laughs> something okay. uh, like that. Well, I'm going to make myself a slow death. All right. In the afternoon cocktail, I've got a little bottle of uh, Cook's Brute, <clears throat> which, of course, is not the greatest champagne in the world. But, hey, it's a mixer. You uh, know, we don't, it's, don't we waste don't, the good stuff. No, we don't discriminate. Uh, but I am using Jade. Oh well, that's so, uh, that's that's pretty good. So okay, I poured the jade. I actually had uh, I actually had absinthe the other night. Oh, nice! I did. Uh, we went to uh, the Blind Rabbit again, uh, mm-hmm. as it, that kind of seems to uh, to be the the go to haunt uh, for for my absinthe drinking, and uh, I had this stuff called uh, Hate. H A hate H A I T. Oh, or neat. might be H A I G. You know what? I probably should. I should have looked this up prior to me calling you. But let me <laughs> let me let me look here. And I say it calling, but I actually clicked a link. Hate absinthe. Uh, hair? Huh. Did did you mean hair absinthe? No, I mean hair absinthe. <laughs> Are you mocking me because I'm bald? Oh, I I hate you, Google. Let's see if is it hate? Nope, absinthe on the hate street. Hate. I bet there's a lot of absinthe on hate street. I, I imagine. You know, uh, sadly, I can't find it. Well, I had some absinthe at a, a little bar called the Sidebar in Grand Rapids. Oh, and and it was called. Let me see if I could read it. It's was it um, cooking kettle? No. Or was it uh, no, no. a thousand no. I sent you a picture of it. It was called Maine. I have to look at two different pictures because I had to turn the bottle to read the whole thing. Maine Rouge. Maine, Maine Rouge. Rouge. Maine Rouge. It was a little bit on my taste, but a little bit harsh. But um, uh, that okay. is the absinthe that I, I shared the video of them making for me in this wonderful little... Right hidden bar it wasn't like a secret door bar but it was like you had to know it was there because there was no sign type thing um right that was for my trip to Graham rapids last week but hey speaking of google and how much you hate it we do uh there are two voicemails on this google thing and so we promised that we would read what google thought you said Oh, that's right. That's right. So, uh, did we have someone? Yes, we have two. Oh, well, let's. But let's, you're uh... gonna, but you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Okay, so here's right. the first one. Okay, this message is for Jim Morrison Television, or this is Sharon. 
I'm contacting you from Pioneer Services. When you receive this message, it is imperative <laughs> that you return my call so we can discuss options available you have available. I can be reached at 800-335-1955, and my extension is 272. Wow. Thank you, and have a great day. Well, wow. apparently the uh, former owner of this phone number has bill collectors. And here's the second one. Okay. Received a letter in the mail concerning the expiring car's warranty without a response. You may lose your option to extend your car's warranty, etc., etc., etc. Well, so that's all we have so far. You know, uh, I, I find it uh, strangely ironic that we would have the only calls we would get would be from robo marketers and bill collectors. I'm okay with that, though. I'm all right. All right. I I am, too, actually. Uh, So So far. So I guess all this to say, listeners, uh, we would appreciate you calling us so we could actually have a real number, uh, only because... You mean a real conversation? Well, a real conversation on a real number. (laughs) Like, if you've got a... If you have yeah. a favorite number, uh, I don't. I had. I got nothing. I was going somewhere. Minus five, and then it just left. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you know what the problem is? We both have day jobs, and we start recording this after our day's over, and we're already yeah, done. exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, you're getting the hand-me-downs of the leftovers that uh, nobody else wanted, and they were about to throw away. I got one right. for you. How many zombies would rob Rob Zombie rob if Rob Zombie could rob zombies? Wow, <laughs> that's that's uh, that is fairly deep on multiple levels. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I thought so. Oh, that was the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I just tell you this since we're going since we're going uh, uh, rogue? Um, I, 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 a true confession time. I am completely addicted to this uh, slot machine game that I downloaded to my phone. Oh, and you're playing? No, right no, now. no, no, I'm not playing. Well, I, I could oh hold on. Here, here, this what it sounds like when I play. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. No, no, no you got to hear it. I mean, it's, it's actually got a pretty good sound. Uh, it's very, it's, it sounds like oh, a okay. casino. Well, I mean, if you had a casino in your phone. Uh, Are they legal in California? It's kind of got. It's like a disco casino, right? It's like house music in a casino. I, I, I just reflexively went into a Saturday Did night you? pose. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn this <laughs> thing off. I am John Travolta in his twenties. <laughs> Sadly. Disco ball. Sadly, I'm Dan Ledbetter in his 50s. I'm still playing a freaking virtual <laughs> casino game on my phone. I don't have a life. Hey, we do have a message. Well, it's kind of a message. It was actually more of a private message, but I think he's okay with us sharing oh, right. part of it. Who, who's it from? It's uh, from our our friend and lister, Mario. Oh. Uh, the one who uh, who came up with the lap giraffe drink, which is I, I'm ready to make right here if I finish my slow death so I, got I, like busy... I do too i think I, he's a cool dude i like his brothers as well you had to go there mario brothers it's a, it's a yeah, nintendo yeah. joke work with me people I, well i work with a guy named mario and he gets that all the time and boy does he not uh, like it really <laughs> yeah. well it's a good thing i don't work with you that poor little fella oh he gets it he gets it from the the sales staff all the time he, he'd be hating life So anyway, so he says, listening to the coffee absinthe episode, first off, kudos to you, Jerry, takes real self-control to know your limits. As far as coffee and absinthe, hot or cold coffee, and what ratio? Oh, easy, easy question. And and also he, well, he goes on, and I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's a private message, but um, yeah, go go for it. Well, well, wait, if it's a private message, is it? Is it spicy? What? Is it racy? No, 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 no. He's, I, I just don't, he sent it privately to us. Yes. Therefore, I don't know if I should read it. But I mean, he, he does talk about how he uh, 
first discovered absinthe when he was like 16 in Bram Stoker's Dracula movie from 1992. Oh yeah. And, and um, he thought it was a poison. He didn't know what absinthe was. And then, well, he, he goes on and it's just, it's like his, his uh, discovery story about how he found absinthe and how he got into it. And uh, Mario, if you're listening and if it's okay for us to tell the story, let us know, but I'm not going to like give away anything. No, further no than that, no yeah. We're not but anyway, coffee and absinthe. Uh, I oh, gave him my answer, but what is yours? Well, my answer is uh, definitely hot, and uh, I would do a ratio of eight ounces of coffee to one shot of vodka. Or of vodka. <laughs> well, you can throw vodka in there too if you want. Uh, eight ounces of coffee to one shot of absinthe. One That's point. Just... What is it? One point two four. Ounces? Is that a shot? I think, I think it's like one and a quarter. I thought ounce. a shot was one ounce and a jigger was one and a half. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I would. Oh, well, ask do an a, expert. <laughs> I would do a. I would do a jigger personally. I, I, I'll go anywhere between a jigger, a, a shot, and a jigger, and right. I also like it hot. But even if it gets cold, I think it's still good. And um, I put sweetener in it. And I do make, I think my uh, coffee is about eight, no, six ounces. Oh. I, have a, right. I, I make coffee in smaller cups now. I used to drink the big tankards and now yeah, I, but not so much I anymore. cut down. Yeah. Well, I, you know, now this brings a very good question. Um, well, actually very good. It's not really even a question. But I have never tried iced coffee and absinthe. Now that might be, uh, that might be a thing. Mm. Like a very what? strong French roast. Heck yeah. And maybe even with a shot of espresso in it uh, to, you know, kind of s- smoky down the uh, the coffee a little bit more before the absinthe hits it. Well, I, I do know that if I'm drinking a red eye and it gets cold, I'll still drink and I still enjoy it. So iced coffee, I'm sure, would be good. And we do know for a fact that it goes really good with death wish coffee which by the way they're not paying us for advertising or anything this is just a uh, personal preference well, not although yet. they did once remember they did once did they a long time ago when they were new what did they do they sent us a bunch of free coffee did they how how was it uh, <laughs> it was I fine don't remember seeing it you oh, were well, you it out for me yeah i i got it all oh my god <laughs> See, you finally followed. You finally followed my instructions. Go for it all and keep it all. Good for you, Terry. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure our listeners, our newer listeners who haven't heard our older episodes, will probably end up hearing that episode coming up not too long from now as we keep going through our our retro episodes. Yes. Uh, one of which is coming up on Halloween. Yes, which is oh, very is, exciting. Yeah. And um, uh, we'll either you'll either love it or never listen to us again. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. It's it's pretty much a mixed bag. It's kind of like uh, you roll the dice every time you uh, you click on the link, people. It's like it's like one of those uh, spam emails you get that says, "Hey, are we sending you this iPad five or whatever it is? Uh, uh, click now." That's exactly <laughs> what listening to this podcast is like because you never know what you're going to get. Well, also, you're listening to something that happened in the past. So. Exactly. Which... Yeah, the, the problem... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. No, I was just going to say, uh, which is problematic in and of itself, because stuff that we found funny a couple days ago, we're probably going, what the hell was I even thinking saying that? <laughs> yeah. Or, or things that are absolutely fine to say now in, like, four weeks are going to be socially taboo. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much everything so about our podcast is politically incorrect. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, so I was, um, we're talking about time and it, it makes it kind of hard to do podcast. I mean, to do absinthe news in a podcast, because by the time you hear it, I mean, unless you are like right on the ball and you're listening right when it first comes out, it's probably going to be old news by the time you get to it. Right. Well, but that's and, not horrible because I mean, in all actuality, other than, Absinthe becoming uh, legalized. 
That was probably the biggest abs- absinthe news of the last 20 years. And everything else is more like here is somebody uh, releasing an absinthe, like uh, St. George has brought out an absinthe, you know, as the new uh, edition of Jade, that kind of thing. There's not a ton of absinthe news out there. I know. And here's here's what I found, because I got home from work today and I was going through everything, trying to find some absinthe news to put in this episode, because this is a new episode, not a retro one. Right. And I want to find something relevant and fresh. And in like we said in some earlier episodes, everything in the news about absinthe is the same old misinformation. Right. Or rehashing the surprising fact that it's yes. not hallucinatory. <gasps> Shock, uh, dismay every I week. Every I, I actually, uh, before we went into the Blind Rabbit and I had my absinthe, we were sitting at another bar having a couple drinks. I had a, uh, a Kentucky Mule, which is like a mm-hmm. Moscow Mule, but with bourbon. And uh, the guy behind the bartender, they actually had absinthe there. And it was St. George and the uh, the kettle, cop, copper and kettle or something like Co- that. Copper and kettle, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, which is actually pretty good absinthe. Cooper, uh, is it Cooper and kettle? Uh, or is it copper? I thought it was uh, copper and something. I don't know. I keep but, seeing it and intending to pick it up, and I never have. So you but should. I, I think you. I think you would like it. I really do. It's. It's got a nice. Um, it's not as well. I mean, it's more of a traditional absinthe as opposed to like Saint George, which is brandy based. Yeah. But I think you would like it. But he was talking about. I mean, there was someone at the bar, and I was excited that I saw the absinthe. There was a couple more people there, and I start looking at it going, oh, this is good. Oh, this is great. And he goes, uh, he starts, you know, trying to uh, dispense some absinthe wisdom uh, to the people, the other people at the bar who would never, well, they had heard about it, but they thought it was like, you know, it would make you hallucinate. And so he quickly uh, kiboshed that rumor, which I was very proud of, that the guy actually knew uh, his stuff. And he knew a little bit about the history. And I kind of enlightened him on a few minor details that he didn't know. So it was it was actually a very good conversation with a guy who I could tell had been reading up on it and knew enough to where he could hold uh, an intelligent conversation about absinthe with people who who didn't know. And he didn't talk down to them. He just he was very much matter of fact. Here it is. This is what it was. This is why uh, it got outlawed. Blah blah blah. Did I lose you? No, no, no. I was, I was waiting for you. I, I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, I got nothing. I, That's it. That's I, I do have. that way too much. No, you're, so, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, this, is, this, is um, like, this is like us sitting at a table, drinking and having a conversation. We're going to walk all over each other back and forth, and it's up to the reader to sort through it and uh, figure it out. Well, I want to throw this out there to some people who might not know. If you're looking for actual real absinthe news that's timely, that's correct, that has a lot of wisdom to it. There are three places I know of, and they're all on Facebook. And I'm, I'll find some more because I'm sure there's probably some on Reddit. But the first one is the Wormwood Society Absinthe page on Facebook. It is a treasure trove of wonderful things and, and, it's the best place to ask a question or one of the best places to ask a question. If you don't know, uh, the other one is called the mixology of absinthe Yes. on Facebook. And the other one is the absinthe minded. And let me read a, this is someone posted a review and they said, uh, this is a damn good review. <laughs> oh, it, wait, a review of, of an absence. Oh, of an was, absence. I thought it was our podcast. I was excited for a minute. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. So here's what the review said. I can't really tell exactly what the absence... Oh, I have to click on it. Well, the review is terrible. Tastes nothing like absinthe and does not louche. A terrible example of the category. Just awful. Not even worth the inexpensive price since it is undrinkable. Wow. Let me see if I can click on, uh, it doesn't really, in, unless it's called damn good absinthe, state 38, damn good absinthe. Oh, is that it, an must, absinthe? it must be, oh, that's okay. gotta be the name. Cause no one would say it's damn good absinthe and then bag on it. 
Okay, and uh, uh, more people are jumping on how how they like this new absinthe called, and I please forgive me for mispronouncing this because I know I will, but no, go ahead. phonetically it is called Dubied. This is not Dubied. Oh, that's right. Yes, I, I remember yeah. you sent me a picture of that. Yeah. And so apparently this is really good stuff and I'm going to see if I can find some, but it's kind of hard to find. Yeah. I think, I, I think we, we need several bottles of that. I that think they need to awesome. sponsor our podcast. Oh heck. Everybody needs a sponsor. <laughs> a podcast. I think so. It's like, uh, come on people. The only thing we got out of this deal so far is a pair of glasses that, uh, blew that apart. broke they blew apart. <laughs> and some coffee and Jerry got coffee. So we and I got coffee that I didn't share. We need we need an upgrade, people. So uh, some bottles of absinthe would be a treasure trove at this point. Uh, That's very. Let's good see what, what are they what are they showing? Okay, now on uh, the absinthe uh, the, on the Wormwood Society, someone has their absinthe fountain uh, full of ice water and cucumbers and mint and lemon. Oh, what? Yeah, and they're they're you're, they're lushing with this flavored water. I am I'm having a problem right now with that. Well, it it uh, apparently it's a cocktail prepared at Briar's Bar, DC, and they like it. So they put cucumbers and mint in, in the water. In the water. Okay. Yeah, you know how you, you you've heard of cucumber water, don't you? <clears throat> oh yeah, like if I when I go to the spa or the flotation tank, by the way, did we? I don't even no. know if we talked about that story. Yeah, you did, you did, but you I don't did. think you actually really dove into it because nope. you didn't no emerge a monkey or anything. No, I didn't turn <laughs> into like it wasn't like altered states. I didn't turn into like a pro uh, magnet. How many people out there have seen altered states? I wonder. How that many, is a how really many people have actually been in altered states is what I'm curious if <laughs> oh, they're listening. Well, to I'm, us. I'm pretty sure pretty much everybody who listens to us would have been in an altered, altered state at one point, at one point in their life. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm halfway there now. Well, here's the thing. So, um, cucumber water. Yes, I've had it and I am aware of it and I've had cucumber vodka. Now I see, this is where, this is where the, the, what hairs I do have on the back of my neck start to go up. Just I, it, unless you're actually making a cocktail, don't mess with, don't mess with your absinthe. It's like it to me. It's and I know this. This may be pushing the bounds, but it's almost like setting it on fire. Mm. Because if you're going to do absinthe and water, do absinthe and water. You don't want to do absinthe with water and cucumber and mint and basil and a sprig of oregano and some parsley and some water <laughs> fluid and a chicken. It's like, it's like, just, just enjoy what, the simplicity of the drink. You don't have to doctor it up unless well, you're making well, a, a Sazerac or something. Well, maybe what they're doing. Well, okay. Now I don't want to disparage this absinthe at all. No, no, no. I'm not. My God. I think no, well, there's a there's a brand that he keeps showing, and he apologized for showing the brand because he didn't want this to be an advertisement. Oh, but it's called Fontaine F O N T A I N E absinthe. It oh. is a clear absinthe, so it's a. I, I would guess it's a. Go ahead. No, a blanc. A blanc. Is that? Is, it is would be, right? I, you know what, since it's the 25th anniversary of uh, Friends, I'm going to say it's a Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Loved him in uh, um, uh, Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, But it is an absolutely beautiful bottle mm. with this really gorgeous, very simple um, decoration on it. I would want it just for the bottle. You could make a lamp out of it. I could. You I could. Really, no, seriously, I could. I know. That would That's make a good one. You could, uh, this is part of your Etsy career, my friend. And um, uh, another thing I found on there is there's a commercial for a new absinthe. Oh, it's uh, really kind of interesting. Wait, an it's, actual commercial? Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. I don't know if I could really describe it correctly, but uh, you guys could Google it, guys and gals. People. People, absent-minded people. Yes. Uh, 
abs did I say absent? Absent minded people. Or oh absent minded, uh, whatever works. I, let me let me take another sip. Yeah, there you go. That the wash wash down the regrets of your mispronunciation. All the time. So the the distillery is called Fish Creek mm-hmm. and the absinthe is called Green Ferry. So it's Fish Creek's Green Ferry. This guy's out in the woods, oddly dapper dressed, dapperly dressed. Dapperly, is that the right? Yes. He's looking dapper. Looking he's chopping wood and he's really hot and thirsty and he hears something and he goes to investigate and they're having an absinthe party out in the middle of the woods being hosted by a masked green fairy. And it's a, it's a, it looks, it's a party I'd like to go to. It looks really cool. And uh, it's like everybody's dressed up and they're dancing around a picnic table and it's in the woods and they're drinking absinthe. And then the green fairy looks at you and she goes, Gosh, what did she say? Darn it, I missed it. Something like, wouldn't you like to try the Green Fairy or something like that? Doesn't this just sound like a, like something out of the Blair Witch Project? No, because she's pretty. Oh, all right. well, that works out good. Yeah. oh, and then he wakes up later and the party's gone. Well, of course, and he's face down uh, in the forest uh, naked no, no, for he, a raccoon outfit. No, he's, he's back where he was chopping his wood and he's oh. looking around like, where will the green fairy take you? That's what she says. Oh, where will the green fairy take you? That's their tagline. Yeah. All right. Like kind of like what's in your wallet. Yeah. Or, or their Fantana is saying, don't you want to <laughs> remember the Fanta- yes, Fantanas? Yeah. Right. Okay. Sadly. Uh, okay. Here's, here's another one. I dear, Wormwood Society people, I'm sorry, I'm stealing all your material off your Facebook. Oh, we got to do something. Um, That's absent three. So here's here's a really good um, review of something called Oregon Spirit Absinthe Original. Uh, Krista got it for her birthday. She said is word of warning is very wormwood forward. She found the best way to drink it is with a generous amount of champagne. Oh. Yeah, and another person tried it and said, yeah, it is a massive wormwood bomb. Wow. <laughs> that leaves a very bitter taste on the tongue for several minutes after tasting the absinthe. Uh, my thoughts is, are I need to up the sugar, no, no up the water, and or usually, uh, <sighs> me can't read. Can read. My thoughts are I need up the, um, okay, it's not me, it's it's the writing. So, sorry, Adrian. Uh, you have some typos here, but yeah. anyway, more, more water and sugar basically is what Adrian is saying. Right. Okay. There's some absent news for you. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And and with that, I'm going to make myself a lap giraffe. All right. Now, describe the process because I think that's important, Jerry, uh, the, so that they get a well-rounded picture of whatever animal you're creating. Well, this is like the well, island of Dr. Moreau. Okay. Well, this was created, or at least um, brought to us by Mario, and the island of Doctor Mario. Yes, Doctor Mario created this, which I really love. Without uh, his brothers, I, I did love the uh, island of Doctor Moreau. By the way, oh, with uh, with uh, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando it should have been the island of Doctor Marlon Brando. Yeah. Because that's pretty much this what is the law. The law. Okay. I I poured a jigger of absinthe, right. Jade. I'd have opened a bottle of Izzy sparkling grapefruit. Oh, that's right. Yes. I forgot it, it contained Izzy. And I'm mixing it about one to three. Loosh is up really nice. Very tart. Wonderful scent. Yes. It brings out the grapefruit, really. It's like the, the anise just goes, it grabs the grapefruit scent and then just amps it up and then shoves it up in your nose. Here, grapefruit, in your nose. This will like, get rid of the nose, there, nose hairs. It'll just turn like off. like a uh, Hellraiser drink. Good Lord. Oh, have you ever had, had hell water? No. What is hell water? It is, um, it is a cinnamon whiskey. That is marketed with the um, 
cartoon character Hellboy oh, on the cover. That's kind of cool. And we think it is better than that other cinnamon whiskey that everybody loves, that Fireball. We, we do? We, we as in the people who live at my house. Oh, okay. All right. I was like sitting there going, <laughs> wait, is he talking about me? I haven't had this stuff. It was the corporate we. Yeah. The, the royal we. The royal we. So now have you t- have you sipped the giraffe, which sounds really inappropriate to say? Oh, uh, the lap giraffe is good on my tongue. Is it really? Now, what now would that's you say? inappropriate. Like, like, give me, give me some, uh, give me some adjectives. Like, uh... well, well, we've we've re- we've covered this before, but um, um, the grapefruit is here. Let me let me try it without the absinthe, real quick. So, so is it that. is it uh, very? Comparison. Are you saying the drink is very fruit forward, like you would a wine? Oh, the absinthe makes it so much better. Okay, the um, yes, it's it's fruit forward. But if you take it, if you drink this um, sparkling grapefruit without the absinthe, it is very sweet. Okay. And the grapefruit is almost muted because of the sweetness. Really? You put the absinthe in and you drink it and you taste more of the grapefruit. It cuts way back on the sugar. I'm not even getting an, a, uh, I'm not getting an absinthe taste out of it. Uh, the, the blending of flavors is pretty interesting. Oh. It's good though. And it's refreshing and, dare I say, probably dangerous because it's really easy to drink. Oh, now, uh, which absinthe? I could just guzzle this down thinking it's, oh, this is a soda. Which absinthe did you uh, use in it, Jade? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, I think anything you put It's the Jade. only bottle I have open right now. Oh, well, wait. It's, what do you it's have the one that's... that. What do you have that's unopened? It's... Well, I have the Jade 1901. Okay. I've got clandestine. I have... Um, Vieux Pontillet. I have um, a Mansinth. I have a Kubler. Wow. And gosh, there's. um, I got another bottle of something, but I think it's a duplicate of something else. Um, Can't remember. It's all down in my my basement right now. But. Safely hidden away in the dark. Yes, chained to a water. Away from the light. But this is the bottle of jade that I had the cork emergency with. Oh. And it's actually in a Pacifique bottle. Oh, that's it. I have another bottle of Pacifique down there. Oh, okay. Very good. So when I go, I'm going to be in Chicago in a couple weeks. 15th exactly is when I'm going to be in Chicago. So I'm dropping some people off at at O'Hare. And... Um, I'm going to hit Benny's on the way back. Oh, oh yeah, I am. And maybe I'll get some of the cop- Copper and Kings. Is That's it Copper, Copper and Kings? King. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna, and, and I want to see if I could find that doobied, not doobied. Right. I probably won't, but I'll see. How do you spell and that again? How is it spelled? D-O-U. Here, let me, here, let me, let me jump back. Is it D-U-B-I-O-U-S or something? Or is it it's, it's D-U-B-I-E-D. Oh, but, it's not, but it's definitely not Dubois. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dubois wouldn't be. I'm a, I'm a dumb American. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce anything other than dumb American shit. Yeah, I'm an ugly American, so it works out well that we're a pair. Well, I'm a dumb, ugly American, so there. I will see your dumb, ugly and raise you uh, that shit crazy. You win. All right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so since let's get back to the giraffe. So, on the Jerry oh. scale of uh, how many absinthe spoons would you give this drink? Oh, I'd give this um, four out of five. Oh, wow! Because I wouldn't give anything a five. Uh, all right. So basically, he's giving it a five. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, with room with room for another spoon, in case something like in, in case a green fairy herself alights on my lap and then kisses me that would be a five. Oh, that would be uh that would be you got drunk and wandered into a strip club <laughs> is what that would be not that i know that sounds, that sounds, that, uh, i was gonna say that sounds like fun <clears throat> if there's green fairies there flying around you know what actually that is a great idea i don't know why a strip club doesn't decide to do like an absinthe night like on the on the on the evening that absinthe became legalized like 
Oh, yeah. They have absinthe drink specials, and all of the dancers are start well, at least start out in uh, green fairy costumes. Oh, what's her name? The 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 famous one that was married to oh, um, uh, Dita Von Teese. Yeah, it's the one you actually met a couple times. I did before she was well. No, she was still Dita Von Teese, but she wasn't famous. Yeah, yeah. I, I I still remember what she told you. Do I look like a girl who needs to light their own cigarette? Yeah, exactly. Cigar? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Uh, nothing wrong with being confident. With an ass like this, does it look like I need someone to light my cigarette? Exactly. Exactly. Is that what she said? I remember there's something about oh, no, no. my she ass. Just, she just said, do I look like I need to light my own cigars? <laughs> and I was like, well, uh, I mean, you, you're not a double amputee. So I get, uh, <laughs> apparently you don't. But uh, but what you're saying is you're too good looking to light your own, uh, you know, fire sticks. I would have said, what, do you light them with your smoldering stare? Oh, dude, that would have been perfect. Oh, my gosh. That would have been She so probably cool. would have went, oh, point. point. <laughs> you get a point for that. Yeah, she could have been the, uh, the, the Here's other, my nipple. The other ex-Dan uh, Ledbetter's wife. Yeah. <laughs> You're always looking at that new future ex yes. Well, I figure it this way. I figure, uh, you know, she wouldn't be marrying me for my money. Hmm. Because uh, with whatever uh, settlement she'd get, she would uh, be able to enjoy that trip down the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, she she could get half the royalties on Mr. Beefalo. <laughs> she, she could, and I would give them gladly, considering there are none. <laughs> um, by the way, the episode where we featured that song went live today. Oh, Today really? being that we're recording on... Oh, I left my watch and, and Siri starts looking at me on, what is it, the 24th, September 24th, Wait, Siri, 2019. Siri looking at you? Oh, oh, is she going to say anything? I don't know. No, she's not going to say anything. Right. No, I got the, I walked into Target um, day before yesterday and they were unpacking brand new Apple watches that had just come out. Oh. Series five. And yeah. I went, oh. Are those the new Apple Watches? Me being the Apple fanboy. Yes. Oh, yes, sir. These are the finest, newest Apple Watches. They are the Series 5. I went, oh, perchance, can I buy one? And they said, why, sure. Oh. Here, spend more money than you should. Exactly. And buy one. And I said, I will gladly give you more money than I should ever give you for a watch for the chance of owning something that I really don't need. Yes. And here it is. And, and there will be, <laughs> uh, be outdated in two weeks. Well, I know. I've got a Series 4 sitting right over there going, wait, what about me? Yeah. What about you loved me. Yeah. <laughs> you loved, you bastard. You fucking asshole. See, this is a problem. What about me? <laughs> I, 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 In some ways, even though I detest Apple products because I can't use them, I secretly kind of want to like Apple just because it's everybody seems to like Apple. It's a fucking cult and I'm, I can't get out. <laughs> well, you can, you, you can, you no, you can't, you can't No, because they're too good. Uh, Once you're in it. No, because they all work together. I they're don't. all seamless. Oh my God. They make my life so much easier. They've got all these little features that I could totally live without, but don't want to. <laughs> I could record a podcast on my watch now. Well, you could. But seriously, I, I have, I could touch a button. I've, I've actually put it on here and it's, it's a really good high fidelity recording. I'm recording it from my watch on my wrist, like Dick Tracy. Right. Just as an example, I, I'm editing the podcast right now. So I paused my editing and I touched the record on the Apple watch that I was talking about and I'm recording it on the watch right now. So this is the recording from the watch. I, I find that amazing. But anyway, I am a fanboy. Back to the podcast. But, <laughs> you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was like past tech. Yeah, but they perfect it so that it works well, really good I, and unless seamless. Unless you wear a yellow raincoat with a, uh, with a hat oh. 
and you work for the police force. Uh, I don't want you talking to your watch. Well, I could tell you this. Next time I'm in a situation where I want to prove that someone is saying something, I'm going to surreptitiously reach over and touch my watch and just put it down, and I will record the whole conversation, and they won't know it. And then later on when they lie and say, I never said that you get this warranty, then you can I'll say, oh, yeah? Yeah. Listen to this. How many times have you said this call is being recorded for customer service? <laughs> exactly. I recorded it for customer service purposes. Yeah. That's hilarious. I don't know how many times I've bought something where they verbally told me, that yeah, this is covered under the warning. Yeah, you could do this, and yeah, you. And then when you actually try to go and do it, they so like, who told you that? Yeah, that's not covered under warranty. You mean oh, you, so right you, here in the writing? Uh, let show me and see. So you look at on, it. You turn the key. Yes. Oh, you voided your warranty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Uh, I know. It's oh God, what happened? It was like um. I, I bought a, a Lazy Boy desk chair, right? Yes. And then he sold me the warranty on it. It says, if anything happens at all within these, you know, three years or whatever, you bring it back completely free. We'll just give you a whole new one. Oh, that's easy. And so I'm like, okay, two and a half years go by. The, the piston, the air piston, the, you know, raises and lowers it. Right. Sinks all the way to the bottom. That's hey, good. I want a new one. Oh, well, that's not covered. I'm like, you said everything's covered. We never said that. Oh, uh, see, that just makes me angry. That just it makes me it. angry, too. Lazy boy. Yeah, apparently true to their name. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to drink a lap giraffe. That's what I'm going to do. The second giraffe. It's a pair. You're, you're, about, you're almost starting a zoo over there. <laughs> The next one's going to be called the um, Get Down Funky with a Fur Gibbous Monkey. There you go. But what what, what will be different? Nothing. Um, <laughs> that will be a cold coffee with absinthe. There you go. <laughs> a furry gibbous monkey. That was an old DT joke. Well, actually. You remember that? No, that was a Dan Ledbetter joke. The DT oh, was it? That DT kept saying it. Yeah. He kept saying he it. He loves saying that. Well, yeah, because it was, I mean, it was uh, it was funny because we, uh, actually it started, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking about it well, the other day. Pause for a second. Right. L- dear listeners, dear future people, dear absent-minded people, this DT is an old friend of ours from college. Okay, yes. continue. And uh, we don't have uh, the rights to say his name because he also shares this name with a very famous person and we'd probably get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> probably. Uh, so anyway, DT, uh, the saying, uh, actually came, it was a derivative, uh, of the phrase, I'm doubly hungry for some gibbous monkey. <laughs> Myself and uh, McShane and Niblock, we went out and we were, I'm pretty sure we were either drunk or stoned <laughs> or both. We went and we were climbing uh, high tension wire uh, oh. towers. Not very high because we didn't care. Uh, we just like uh-huh. played around with them a little bit. And like, because I used to say that. I can't believe that. Niblock used to do that. Oh, yeah. Niblock was great. Actually, he, he is on very Facebook. straight laced around me. He is on well, Facebook, you know. I don't think he likes me. So. I'm sure, I'm sure he, he may not remember you. No, everybody loves Jerry. It's like a TV show. It's like everybody loves Raymond without Raymond. Yeah, but nobody loved Raymond. I kind of liked Raymond. I liked him in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but nobody on the show loved Raymond. Oh, oh no, I heard that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we uh, we were out. Uh, we were out playing around with the doubly hungry for gibbous monkey. And I think he said it in front of DT and DT thought the gibbous monkey line was just amazing. And <laughs> yeah, apparently, so, so, um, what was the, what was the song? Was it the hip hop, a hip, a dip, a hip, a hip hop, a dip, a dip, a don't stop. Oh, Oh, I forgot about that part. And the, it, the, but I derived the line because I couldn't remember the words, and so I just started making up shit. I said, uh, so get down funky with a furry gibbous monkey if you want to dance with me 
Yeah, okay, I remember that. So that's where that line came from. And then DT thought it was the funniest thing he ever heard. And so he started using it. So he got credit for it. I remember he and I and Jeanette used to go out to this. um, It was a stage in the middle of this park that was not open yet. Oh, it's like a little amphitheater. Yeah, on the, on the, on the, yeah, okay. So we used to party there. And then the, the, like the, the, the rangers with kind of the forest rangers or whatever they were would come out and they'd sit down and have beer with us and just let us party, right. you know, cause they would join in cause they're like maybe a year older than us. Right. And, uh, I remember he, we were like really drunk and, and Jeanette was going, sing it DT. I didn't use his real name. And he started just bellowing it out like he was like, you know, oh, I don't know, the lead singer for uh, ACDC. Oh, yeah, for Brian Johnson. Or, uh, but but the original guy, bon the, Scott, the one who, bon Scott. bon Scott, he was being, he was doing a Bon Scott, but he was singing Get Down Funky Like Ferdinand Monkey, they're going to dance me out. Oh. Now, by the way, have you heard the guy, I can't remember, he's the guy that did Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live? Oh, no. He does the best Bond, or not Bond Scott, but he does the best Brian Johnson imitation. Uh-huh. It's, he does the hokey pokey. ACDC <laughs> style. And I'm telling you, Mike, I'm telling you, he he does Brian Johnson better than Brian Johnson does Brian Johnson. <laughs> you have to look it up. Just look up ACDC hokey pokey, and it will change your life. We should put the link in the show notes because... It's the greatest thing ever. Okay, here we go. Have you found it? Yeah. Jim Brewer. Thank huh? you. Yes, Jim Brewer. out of hell. <laughs> but the best is Brian Johnson. He comes out. <laughs> they could take any song. They all sound the same. It's always the same concert. But it rocks. They could take the hokey pokey and tear it up. I got to come out like, put your left foot in. Put your left foot out. (laughs) You've never seen this. No, I've never seen that. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of Richard Cheese? Oh, I love Richard Cheese. He's playing. Oh, okay. He's actually playing uh, out here in, uh, I think, is it next month? I think he's playing next month, yes. Oh, that's f- the first time. Did I ever tell you the first time I heard Richard Cheese? Uh, go ahead, and then I'll tell you the first time I heard Richard Cheese. Okay, so I was in Helsinki at a conference in this very ritzy place that used to be like the emperor, no, the, the czar of Russia's summer house. And they turned it into a resort like a hundred something years later. Yeah. And, um, so here, here we are, a corporation has kind of taken over most of it, but this is like a place that's really famous for rich, old Finnish people to come. So wait, Finnish or finished? Finnish, Finnish, okay. from Finland, because right. this is in... Uh, Finlandians. Yeah, Finlandians. Right, okay, and so the one of the cool things is when you get there, you get a butler. So um, I had a butler. <laughs> All right. Right. And so this is part of the story. So my manager and I, uh, she was also a very good friend of mine. We, we've got, we have this butler and we're, we're, we're like working and we're like getting ready for some presentation. And I'm, I'm about to give my first really big presentation in front of a really big oh, audience. Oh, I remember this. Yes, you told me about oh, this. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we're listening and like Richard Cheese, is, they, they've been playing like Sinatra and stuff like that, right? Because that's what they, and then Richard Cheese comes on and we're looking at each other like, what the hell? Because <laughs> he's there, he's singing, I forget what it was, but it was something like, you know, something about my, my virus and, and I've, I'm dying. Oh, wait, not like get up and get down with the sickness. 
Yeah, get up. Yeah, that that's, one. That, right. That's actually the very first time I heard Richard Cheese. But go ahead. Yeah. So we, well, whether we're looking at each other like, what the hell? And so we ask our butler, and he comes over and he smiles, and he's, and he's like this young guy. He goes, "They have no idea what they're listening to." <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Now, the first time I was introduced to Richard Cheese was I was watching the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, he was in it? Uh, there, It's like after the, uh, you know, the basically the zombie apocalypse happens and everybody yep. goes to the mall, right? <laughs> so they're in the okay. mall and they're holed up in the mall and there's like this thing and then he busts into the whole... Uh, get down with the sickness was the sort of the musical interlude kind of showing like what day-to-day life was like for these people that were holed up in the mall <laughs> waiting out the zombie apocalypse. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's very funny. If you have not heard this, maybe we should end the podcast with a little, like 30 seconds of that. Okay. Because I think that would be appropriate, number one, and uh, timely and on topic. And I'm sure Mr. Cheese would not uh, begrudge us for that. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind our... Our, um, our our company that uh, actually hosts us, which is Anchor.fm, who is now owned by um, Spotify, may have a problem with it. But you know what? Fuck them. Let's let's, uh, <laughs> let's, roll, let's roll the dice. Let's roll the dice. Okay, let's let's end it with that. But before before we end, let me do some uh, like uh, segue announcements. Oh shit. yes. And we never did pause for a commercial. So I guess uh, this will be a commercial free episode yes. with a commercial at the very end. Um, and that was a great commercial, Jerry. <laughs> no, no, no. You weren't going to put that there. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, Let's see. I'm, I'm trying right. to find a, a, I thought you were My pausing. Dear. I thought you were pausing to no. put the commercial in. So I just went. With no, it. no. Okay, we we could do that. All right, all right. Let's Don't go. touch that. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Here's he here comes the commercial. Get ready, get ready. Commercials coming. Don't touch that dial because there are there probably isn't one unless you're some sort of newfangled retro holographic podcast radio emulator. You future people, you. But here in the past, we've got to pay some bills. And yes. so there may or may not be some sort of message from our sponsor here. Hey, Jerry here. Since we don't have an official sponsor for this episode, I thought I'd throw this in instead. But first, let me set the appropriate mood. It was a dark and stormy night, and there I was, up in a treehouse, banging away at an old manual typewriter. Do you have any idea how hard it is to type on a manual typewriter up in a tree while it's raining? Oh, and did I mention the lightning? But there I was, typing away, while ravens circled around in the air, swooping down through the torrent and trying to snatch the wet pages right out of the typewriter. But I wouldn't let them. I fought them off. Get away from me, you bloody birds! Why? Because it was important. I had a story to tell. And while the typewriter didn't survive, the stories did. And you can read them in the safe, tranquil, storm-free dryness of your giant mansion on either a Kindle a Kindle app on the device of your choice, or from the words imprinted on the remains of a long dead tree. Don't worry, the tree didn't feel any pain, as far as we know. The one I'm going to recommend to you, mainly because it has absinthe in it, is the novel All You See Is Light. There's three others in the series, and there's also a book of short stories. And if you're into true stories, there's one called All This in a Bucket of Toads, that one also has Dan in it. Yeah, I dug up a lot of dirt in that one. And toads. Don't worry, it won't give you warts. But you can find all of these on my personal website, cherryjdavis.com books. I'm sure you'll enjoy them. If you don't, they make perfect re-gifts, saving you money, and you can claim you know me. I'll vouch for you totally. And if you're just not into books, and you don't like to read, you can still pretend you do and go and give my books a good review on Amazon. Hey, there's as much karma in that as there is in just reading the book. It's a win-win. Meanwhile, 
I'll be up here in this tree writing the next book while I drink absinthe. future people welcome back to us here in the past hope you're enjoying yourselves because we're about to dive back into the ending and that's the end of the stuff that i wrote for this oh that's perfect <laughs> there you go uh, uh i have nothing else that's to why say. i get that's why i get paid the big bucks at my day job that is why jerry gets paid the big money so he can buy the absent yeah <laughs> And then, and then make a podcast that makes no money. Exactly, which which <laughs> actually should work out pretty well because you should be using this as a write off. You know, at some point, I probably will. I think you should, because I spend a whole zero dollars. I know. Well, then, but, so we are operating at a loss. So we can claim it. As, as, can we claim it as a child? No. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Wait, what's the name of your son? Uh, Absinthe Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he must, you're not a very good parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is bald. He is bald. <laughs> Never mind that tattoo. I know that's supposedly illegal, but you know, he said, okay. Yeah, he says, all right. It's a barcode. He's, he's, <laughs> he's genetically he mutated. He is, um, eight years old, at least <laughs> nine. To the best of our knowledge. When, yeah. When did we start this? Oh, if we, no, if we sent, count all I the way. I sent you that picture. I sent you that picture eight years ago. Oh, the eight well, years ago, go. two days ago, was it two days ago? I sent you that picture of the sneak peek of our, of our absent. Well, that wasn't the podcast, but it was our Facebook page. Oh yeah. But that wasn't our first one because I mean, we've, uh, no, we've been podcasting. I've actually have the dates of the ones that we've been doing. We've been podcasting hey. since before, uh, the, the internet, when the internet was hand cranked. <laughs> That's how long we've, we've been podcasting since 2007, but on different podcasts. That's a long, that's back when podcasts were like, what is a podcast? Wait, did we, it's this thing that we do. Did we we said, really what does it do? 2007? Yeah. No. We Didn't did we? No. I thought that's when we were doing Mr. B-Flow. Oh, wait, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe. Yeah. We'll have to go back and find, well, you know. We I've should, got them. We We've out. featured some. But, but are they dated? Like, do we know? Yeah. Oh, well, then let's find out. I think it's, I think this is important. I could find out right now. I've got, right. I've got tell the us, files right in front of me. Tell, okay. Tell, tell me what, uh, what, what is our official birthday? Okay. Put time passing music here. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this is going to take me a second. Get up, but get down with the with sickness. The sickness. Get up, but get down with the sickness. Okay. Let's That's see. all I remember. I don't know the words. I don't either, but, uh. Oh, I'll, I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll uh, I will share some information that's timely and uh, will help prevent spreading of the West Nile and Zika virus. Oh, that's important. Uh, if you are plagued uh, by mosquitoes in your room, like I am, uh, use a little bit of Vicks Vapo Rub on your arms and legs or whatever exposed area the mosquitoes tend to want to eat, and they will stay off of you. Hmm. There you go. So that's, uh, uh, we should be sponsored by Vicks VapoRub for this episode. Uh, mosquitoes take heed. Out here, we have this stuff called Bug Off, and it's made locally. And we know this because in our wandering around, my girlfriend and I happen upon the factory out in the middle of absolute nowhere in Iowa. Oh, please tell we me you stopped and did a tour. Well, they were closed. Otherwise, we would have because yeah. she is a huge fan because this stuff actually works. She's a fan and it, of bug off. Yeah, it's it's all herbal. It's made from plants. It doesn't stink. In fact, it actually smells really good. You spray it all over yourself and go, "Oh, this smells good." Do you and realize? The bugs do you, absolutely hate it. Do you and, realize you're describing absinthe? Yeah, huh? You just described <laughs> absinthe. It's made from plants. It's very herbal. <laughs> you spray it all over yourself. Uh, okay, let's see, Mister Beefalo. What's our anniversary date? Okay, let's see if this is oh episode zero. Okay, oh. what is this? Let me let me click on the right thing to get the date. All right, May fifteenth, two thousand eight. Oh, okay, two thousand eight. Podcast. That okay. sounds about right because I think that was. Yeah, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. 
Because I think play, I was in my apartment. play it. We're going to oh, play good it. Lord. What's, does it actually ah, no. Um. Okay, play the song. Go for it. Oh, you're playing actually Mr. Beefalo. That was our theme song. It was. Now, that's the original un, uh, unremastered version. I'd actually like to go into the studio and redo that like properly. That would be awesome. I think it'd be fun. I could go into a studio and do the vocals and then send it to Jason, let Jason do the guitar part, go into a studio, record it. Send Why it to do Dave. it in a studio? Just do it in your like cool mic and just send it to him. Well, no, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have it like, I'd rather get some good, you know, I'd rather have a auto tune because I'm sure at my dance date. <laughs> Get I the could, auto-tune uh, app and put it on your phone I and just sing it. I think have to do. I'm there have is to be such like, a thing. Oh, I know. I know. I should probably do that and be like Cher singing uh, Life After Love. Cher used auto-tune? I know. Hard to believe. With her beautiful voice? Hard to believe. What, was she losing her voice or something? That's like Stevie Nicks using auto-tune. Everybody used auto-tune. It, like, it saved a lot of time from doing multiple takes. You just go in and fix the pitch. Yeah. Do you know, uh, oh, I'm, I'm dragging this on. You have to go. But no, right. um, I, when I was in Grand Rapids, they were playing these posters on the wall because I was in a, I was in a venue and they were showing the coming attraction, track, coming attractions. A, uh, release the Kraken. <laughs> I, I am on um, lap giraffe number three after having a slow death. So please well, forgive my tongue you're, you're for fine. being a little bit wobbly. Um, uh, Stevie Nicks is Fleetwood Mac is on tour or at least going on tour for their 50th anniversary. Oh, see, I would go see them. Doesn't that make you feel as old as fucking dirt? Yes, basically. <laughs> They're going on their 50 year anniversary. Holy fucking shit. It's a, the Fleetwood. No, well, no, that's cold. No, this can't be really happening. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no. We really start. Me. We we really should be thinking. What kind of world are we going to leave for Keith Richards? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and with that, Jerry. Yeah, that's that's time to call it a night. I'm it going is. to play. Oh, what we decide? Richard, oh, we're going to play Richard, Richard, Richard Cheese, and then I will segue into. Um, Jim's Big Ego. Oh, there you go, which is great. We like Jim's yeah. Big Ego. Yeah, and he, he doesn't mind if we play a song. As opposed to Jim's Big Eagle, which is a yeah. different type of thing. I know, it'll eat your eyeballs. Oh, God. After chewing your nose off. Which eagles to, tend to do? Yeah, just leave, just stay away from Jim's Big Eagle. Yeah, please, please do stay away from Jim's Big Eagle. And stay and away with, from with a, stay away from AMC Eagles too because they're old, outdated, and you can't get parts oh, for them. Oh, good lord! Yeah, you can't. <laughs> like, it's like trying to get parts for a DeLorean, which actually are pretty easy to get parts for. Actually, you could. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get down with that sickness. Do you feel that? Oh shit. is rising it seems that all that was good has died oh no the world is a scary place now that you've woken up the demon in me that was richard cheese get down with the sickness which we didn't use with permission but we do have permission pretty much 
usually, from Jim's Big Ego. And here's one called Depravity. And yes, I'm playing DJ right now. Human beings are like kissing other human beings. Depravity is all around us. To lick and to bite other pretty human beings. Lord, save us all from depravity. And human beings are like feeling dizzy all the time. Depravity is all around us. So they smoke weeds and flowers and they drink beer and wine. Depravity, depravity. Lord, save us all from depravity. But I just want to feel good I just want to feel good Boys who like boys and girls who like girls Depravity is all Switch sides if you offer them the world. Lord, save us all from depravity. Some human beings like to get naked for you. Depravity is all around us. Others prefer a more remote point of view. Depravity, depravity. Lord, save us all from depravity. I just want to feel good I just want to feel I said that's Jim's Big Ego. You could find out more about them and all their music at bigego.com, including Jim's science fiction book, The Wakeful Wanderer's Guide to New England and Beyond. It's it's really awesome. Check it out. Bigego.com. There, I, I hope now, Jim, you won't be mad that I used your song. 